evening good evening good evening ladies so this is dear christian black girl and i am so excited that y'all are here um it's going to be an amazing night i know y'all see some some different things going on but i'm going to explain everything in just a moment hello 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 ladies so welcome to dear christian black girl um if you look at the top takesha morris is not with us tonight sis is resting sis is getting her sabbatical on so y'all got me for the whole month of august but don't worry it won't just be me uh we got some stuff that'll be lined up each week and tonight i get to introduce you all to my little sis mrs Brittany wilcox hello my love what's poppin what's up what's good girl this is epic the dear christian black girl podcast is popping over here i'm like yes 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 it's it's pretty popping if i must say so myself so y'all already know me i am jerry alicia i am the founder of womb prep i am the visionary of halo creative services i'm a certified coach and mentor y'all i just do all the stuff just just all the stuff but i'm gonna let Brittany introduce herself because Brittany does all y'all think i do all the things Brittany really does do all the things and i i can't my brain can't remember all this stuff that she does so i'm gonna let her introduce herself and we gonna get right into tonight's topic so Brittany, tell the people who you are well y'all already know the basics being a woman okay a proverbial woman you know the basics child of god fearfully and wonderfully <laughs> y'all know the basic stuff and everything i am a lux wedding and event planner for kingdom not i absolutely love 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 my business to the moon and back y'all anything extravagant above and beyond that is me queen extra okay um i am also the co-host of a podcast series called netflix and heal a single millennials diary where i get into the gossip and the tea of what god really wants you know, for the singles that are coming through above and beyond. Listen, for some of y'all that are like, where is my Boaz? First of all, God didn't tell you to have Boaz. God got something greater, okay? Y'all really get to the nitty gritty of that story. Um, Outside of that, I do interior design, graphic design. I am a DIY guru, um, skincare and hair care product designer, uh, which means there's a lot of science in that. But um, basically, a Janet of all trades. That's the best way I can put it. A janitor, all trades. I got all, all my good Girl Scout badges, all in one bow. Okay, I am a kind of girl. I'm a four bundles and a frontal kind of girl. Okay, I'm the kind I of girl. so done. Listen, I gotta be, I gotta be real with the ladies. Okay, I'm that type of woman what? that goes into Starbucks and I have a, you know, I have a lineup when I go into Starbucks. I'm not just a, hey, let me just get a, a small coffee, a little venti coffee, and no, you know, your oh. Starbucks order is so extra. Yeah, let girl. me just say, because exactly, God knew what he did what he created me he was supposed to put a little spice and drop the box in there so i'm the kind of woman where you know um i love to go above and beyond for others i am a people <laughs> advocate i love you know how some people be like i can't stand people i hate people no baby i'm a true extra extrovert i love people and so that comes with having faith um that doesn't make sense i'm definitely that girl that is a. Uh, you know, when you're down, when you don't see the vision, God will show it to me prophetically and God gives me a faith behind it like a cheerleader. So 
I'm your biggest cheerleader. If you're checking in tonight, okay, I am your cheerleader all the way through. <laughs> so listen, um, I just want to thank you, Terry, for welcoming me on. Thank you, Terry. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know we had to have you at least one good time. Yes. You already know. So, y'all, that is Miss Brittany Wilcox. And, y'all, tonight, we just going to get right into it. Tonight, I, I got a question. Did you know that you are the brand? Like, like, did you know that, like, who you are, who God created you to be? I'm not talking about who other people told you you were supposed to be. I'm not talking about who you convinced yourself you was going to try to be. No, that's not what we're talking about tonight. We, we putting all that aside. I'm talking about who God actually created you to be. You are the brand. And mm -hmm. so before we can even kind of get into that, let's let me give y'all some definitions. So if you've been on any of the other broadcasts, you know that me and Takesha love definitions. So let me just break out brand for you. So in business, a brand is a name, a term, a design, a symbol, or any other feature that distinguishes one seller's good or service from those of other sellers. So for me, and I'm going to use me and Brittany as an example, for me, y'all know that I deal with women with infertility. So my brand is Womb Prep. When people see Womb Prep, they already know what that's about because, you know, we, we've done that well, right? So with Brittany, you know, she just told you she's a Lux um, wedding event planner. So when people see Kingdom Knot, they automatically attach that to Brittany because that's the brand. That's what distinguishes distinguishes us from other people in our fields now when it comes to personal branding that's basically any identifying feature or characteristic that is distinguishes you from everybody else i got a question what makes you different like like let's talk about it tonight what makes you different what makes you different from all the other people in the world it's like billions of people in this world what makes you different that's what we're gonna talk about tonight what you think about that Britt? i think that's bomb a lot of times you know we deal with comparison like we looking over at the next girl like why her hair long why her lips big why her booty sitting the way it is you know, but then we don't stop and look in the mirror and say, wait a minute, let me look at me real quick. Wait a minute. Let me look how God built this thing all together. I don't, let me look at this total package. And sometimes we literally miss that God is saying, baby, you the bomb. Do you see you? But then we look in the mirror and be like, I, I, I don't know who I am. <coughs> okay. So you got to be real with yourself and say, okay, God, who did you create? Because I got an idea in my head of who I think I'm supposed to be. And God is like, okay, let me see here. Let me go and bring that Urban Dictionary version of yourself. Let me see what you got before he comes back with the truth. You know? Yeah. I, and I love that. Because a lot of times uh, who God has created us to be and who we think we are, a lot of times it's not the same thing. And mm. so... When, when we talk about you are the brand, we're talking about who God created you to be. Since you may have thought of something great, but God thought you of even better. Uh, mm -hmm. We know that in Psalms, it says that uh, he, he uh, what does it say? It says that 
He made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. So God, God did a lot better than you ever could. Sis. As amazing as you are, God does it better, right? And so yeah. he does it so much better. Like, so that's what we're talking about. We're talking about God's version of you. When he was knitting you in your mama's womb, that that's that's who you need to brand. Not not who the world says you are, not who society says you are, not who other people that you think know everything says you are, but it's about who God says you are. Oh, that part right there. <clears throat> you brought that in there. I knit you in your mother's womb. Baby, that's a soul in right there. Oh, let me give him a soul in praise. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. <laughs> yes. You know, you understand, like knitting is so strategic like that's it not is. something you just walk up in hobby lobby and then you a beast that like no knitting takes so much time it takes so much time it's so intricate you know that's not something that you can just immediately look at and can grasp you know god took his time on you and that may sound like a cliche pickup line but that's a real thing god took his time designing you and there's nobody else in this world like you Think about it. You got doppelgangers, all types of people that may look like you, but they'll never be you. Exactly. What? Isn't that not, not ever. I love that. Exactly. Ooh, yes. And so when I was thinking about, you know, what we wanted to talk about, I realized mm -hmm. that God and Jesus both branded themselves in the Bible. Oh, talk let's about talk it. about it. Yeah. So. So in Genesis, no, in Exodus, when Moses asked God what name he should tell the people who sent him, Moses was like, God, who am I to tell these people who sent me? Like, who are you? What do you want me to call you? God literally replied and said, I am that I am. Now, that's a brand because that, that's going distinguish, to distinguish you from any other being in all the earth, right? So God, God told Moses to tell the Israelites that I am that I am sent him. And God uh, continued to say, I am has sent me to you. That's Can you imagine the reaction of the people? Like, I want you to imagine this. You and your homegirl standing on the block. And homeboy done went up to the, went up to, up to the mountain. Coming back, getting ready to tell you, um, soul, sis. Um, I am that I am sent me. Now, I want you to just imagine someone walking up to you and saying, I would have so many questions sent me and having to internalize and process that you looking around like, where they at? What? Wait a minute. What? We talking about the same person here? So can you imagine? I think a lot of times we kind of miss the type of stuff, like the real deal emotions that people had. You got Moses coming back to tell you that I am sent me. But that's big. Right. I would have <laughs> questions like, I am what? What do you mean you are? Like, right. what are you? What do you mean? I would have so many questions, right? And hey. then um, in Matthew chapter 4, Jesus literally brands himself by telling the disciples to become fishers of men. That's very specific. Come on, that fish. that is the very specific he told them to become fishers of men and then he also branded himself when he started healing the sick all over the land because it made him famous like can you imagine just wanting to please the father and you up and become famous Ooh, and then like, that boy, good gosh like out of the Ooh. blue 
Like, y'all, Jesus literally started the first brand before it was a term. Okay. I'm talking about have followers more than what Instagram could ever, could never. Right. Right. I don't know if I could have been with people that just saw all the miracles popping off at one time and be able to just take everything in and be quiet. Like, I I know they would have put me in the back. I I know. Oh, Jesus definitely would have told me to be quiet because I would have had so many questions. Like, <laughs> Jesus, how did that happen? Like, how you open his eyes? Like, like what, 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 what was it like for you to do that, Lord? Like, I would have had, I would have just had a lot of questions. It would have just been a whole question fest. And Jesus would be like, sis, get in the back. Like, just go to the back. Just go. Because you're doing too much right now. <laughs> Jesus, he would have got tired of me, right? And so when we say that you are the brand, what makes you different? What makes you stand out from everybody else? And I want y'all to um comment in, in the chat. Like, tell us, what makes you different? Yes, I want to know, honey, so I can be able to be your cheerleader about what makes you different. Okay? For sure. Like, what makes you different? That's how you're the brand. Because, and, and one way you... you one way you're able to brand yourself, because a lot of times we, we do branding for so many other things. We do branding for churches without knowing it. We do branding for businesses that, that are not paying us. We do branding for social media. But since tonight, you are the brand. How are you showing up for you? What distinguishes you from everybody else? Like, let us know. Like, I really want to know. Hey, LaToya, how you doing, babe? I really want to know what makes you different. Like, what do you think makes you different from everybody else? So, so Britt, let, let's go around the room. You tell me what makes you different, Britt. It's a lot of, it's, baby, a lot of stuff that makes you different, but just, just give me three things. Okay. All right. So three things that make me different. Number one, we're <laughs> going to talk about this voice of mine. Okay. Um, this voice of mine can speak three different languages off rip okay we already we already know some people are like oh, okay okay i'm here on this side i'm on the french side okay Alonso okay i'm on that side i'm on the patois side okay so number one my voice um for anybody who knows me my voice is animated baby i can go from smooth quiet storm like we're on the radio to girl where we going to starbucks at? because i'll say my voice is off rip something that Definitely makes me different. You can't find another person that can just cold switch off rip. Um, and I say that because God has had to use my voice. And I didn't want to speak for years. Okay. I didn't want to speak for years. Um, number two would be, uh, I guess, my creativity and swiftness to pick up things quickly. Um, I'm able to learn a skill quickly than the average person. I know that sounds a little crazy. Like, girl, everybody can go to YouTube University. But no, 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 no. It's a difference between... Um, you picking up a talent and you gaining an anointing. There's there's a difference. And um, at first, I felt like that thing was a curse. Like, I felt like I was a bad sponge. I'm talking about one of those that's funky. Not that. a bad sponge. I, what thought a, I, what? I, I, I was that extra germ that Lysol couldn't take out, baby. I thought I was that. Stop it. So I felt like I was soaking in everything. But I love what God um, did with my hands by allowing me to go from um, starting off as a musician and moving into um, fine arts and painting and dancing. And God allowed me to go through so many different avenues and lanes to be able to re relate to so many women. Um, God allowed me to use my creativity to transform others' lives. And I love that um, 
God taught me that even in my gifting, that it had to always be in a humble place because his will had to come first. So I would say my, oh, creat- that's good. my creativity will be number two. Um, you could pass me the smallest thing and my brain can create 50 of that one object. Oh, don't um, I know it? Don't I know it? Uh, uh, Jerry, Jerry is my witness. She could give me, um, say for instance, she gave me just a piece of a glass cup. Let's let's just say she gave me a glass cup. This is a regular schmegular degular glass cup that she put in front of me. So I'm eyeballing it, and I'm like, yeah, I can add roses on one side. I can take the handle and melt it. I can put, I can weld it down and make it flat and turn it into a vase. And then I'm gonna add. So my brain can take um, one thing and create. A multitude of it. So God gave me a gifting of overflow, if, if I want to say that. But anywho, back to what uh, makes me different. All right. So number three, for um, I would say God, the way God designed my skin. Um, I have a skin full of. <clears throat> okay. Sorry about that, y'all. So God gave me skin, um, completely freckled. And I hated it at first, y'all. Y'all, I hated my skin. I'm talking about I would look in the mirror and be like, no, I'm finna go get my Mac, baby. I'm finna cover this thing up. And y'all, I'm talking about I'm cakey, cakey, face heavy. I'm caking it up, all my NARS, all my Macs, all my foundation to cover up my testimony. Um, My freckles were um, first started coming in in 2014 when I was going through chemo and radiation. And at the time, I didn't have any hair. I didn't have no eyebrows, no hair on my head. Um, this year, I will be an eight-year breast cancer survivor in October. And so um, my skin went through different radiation burns. But when it healed, it came back with freckles. Y'all, my skin came back with freckles as it healed. And I'm like freaking out going to the dermatologist like, what the heck is this? Like, no! Y'all, I'm asking them, do I got skin cancer too? Y'all, the dermatologists were laughing at me. They're laughing at me. And they come back, they're like, ma'am, does anyone in your family have freckles? And I'm like, my mama, granddad, and my sister. I'm naming everybody off. And they're explaining to me like, oh, this is a part of your genetic makeup. So I'm like, dang, I have, I've went my whole life until 2014 without freckles. And now you're making me walk with this testimony on my skin? I don't want people. So I freaked out at first. And as time went on, I learned to embrace it. And even so much so, my husband has freckles. So um, that's something that makes me different is that I have to walk around with my testimony showing all the time. So that way, when people come to ask me about my skin, I have to talk about how God healed me. Ooh. Um, so I would say those are my three things. That's good, though. That's good. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think for me, the three things that set me apart is number one, definitely my compassion. Cause I, yes. I, I be feeling, child, I be feeling everything. Like it just, it just be on a whole nother level. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I think number two would be my hair because you know your girl ain't growing no more hair out. It's just Listen, not going. Give us it's a not good happening. It's not happening. I'm not wearing nobody wig. I'm not wearing nobody weave. I'm not growing my own hair out. Just give me a haircut every two weeks and I'm good. Give me some color every now and then and we straight because I just I just can't. So like, yeah, my hair definitely allows me to stand out. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and three, I guess I would say, <coughs> excuse me, I guess number three would be uh loyalty because uh, that's something that i'm really big on mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah i definitely 
we'll say that that that's number three. But yeah, this hair, no, I'm not growing it out. Y'all finna get this fade, um, and some color and and a part, and we gonna be done with it. That's just that's just <laughs> what it's gonna be. I'm just saying, <laughs> cause I'm not finna deal with all that hair. I don't see how y'all do it. I just don't understand. You 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 might be the person that put it in a bun and leave it. And I'm gonna put it in a bun. No, I don't even want. I don't even want that much hair to where I can put it in a bun. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much hair. It's all good. Cut life is your ministry. I can... that, that's my ministry, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. <laughs> um, and I think on the business side, what definitely sets me apart is that the way I do business is I consult God on everything first. Like I don't. I don't. Yes. Like there are certain clients that I cannot take. Even though their money is green and it works well, I just can't do it. I feel you. And and I've come to accept that that there is some stuff that I cannot do. Like there's there's some movies I can't watch simply because my spirit is like, nah, fam. <laughs> what we not doing <laughs> like literally like and i'd be like god like why everybody else can watch such and such and such or listen to such and such such but when i listen my skin literally crawls literally you know i'd be so uncomfortable it's great uh, you know i wish that people could understand i guess what comes <clears throat> guarding your gates or you know because a lot of times we think that these movies and stuff don't affect us and it really does like if the best way that i can explain it is like imagine if you ha if i went and i made some chocolate chip cookies right mm -hmm. only one of the cut listen, listen this is gonna sound crazy oh, listen, Lord. one of the cookies got some dog poo on it right oh no that's gross l listen it's on the tray only one cookie got dog poo on it right and say i go to bring it to some kids and the kids are like ew no we don't want the cookies but like the dog pool's only on one cookie you can have the others and they're like ew no 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 and i'm like but what's why, why can't you just why can't you just take the other cookie and they're like no the whole thing is ruined think of it like that when it comes to movies you may think it's just one scene in the movie that is just dirty but when you go and look at it it ruins the whole experience for your spirit Mm, that's dirty thing ruins the whole experience for your spirit not your flesh so that's why like sometimes it may seem like it's crazy like dang why i can't watch it and it's like yeah they're gonna do x y and z while you end up with nightmares so you can't watch it <laughs> you gonna start right. your life wondering why old girl got a birkin bag and why you on a bicycle so you can't watch that <laughs> exactly but yeah so i would i would say that those three those are like three of the things that set me apart you know from other people and then i just have a different personality in general and the way my brain works yeah. is different from the average human um and so yeah so that that's what sets me apart but in speaking about branding yourself like you are the brand mm -hmm. you have to you number one you have to the only way this works really is if you know who you are in Christ. Because number one, if you don't know who you are in Christ, everything else is not gonna make sense. Let's just be honest. <clears throat> Let's just be real about it. If you if you don't really know who you are in Christ, if you don't have an idea of who God made you to be, then you're not gonna really authentically brand yourself. You're gonna brand a version of you that's made up. And no. it's a no. 
Don't brand the hot girl now. Listen, keep your hot girl summer at home. Don't go out here branding your knees and branding the part of you that God didn't even touch. You did. You know? Right. So you got to keep that in mind. You know, we're quick to be like, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. But do you do you love the wonderful parts? Do you love the Ooh. wonderful that God is in love with, but you're like, eh. Because for me, you know, y'all, like I explained in my testimony, that was my skin. I didn't feel like that was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> what? And, you know, it's amazing how, um, can you imagine if God had us walk around with, like, these baseball cards? It's, our, it's us on it now. Not like an ID card. I'm talking about, like, ba throwback baseball cards that had our attributes on it. That had the things that he said about us. Not the label that you got when you was a little girl. Child, she bad. She fast. She act up. She a little touched. Not, not them labels. But the things that God has actually said about you, the things that, you know, he looks at you and he was like, yeah, that one right there, that's a royal priesthood right there. Yeah, that right there. Mm-hmm. Holy nation right there. Yeah, she she's not going to fit in nowhere because her light is going to outdo the darkness that's around her little friends. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine how God could have us walk around like a billboard? Like we're walking around as like whole Christ ambassadors. And when people encounter you, they're getting ready to encounter what it is that God wants them to see about you. And the way you speak about yourself, they're either going to get the good or the bad. And I'm like, why don't we wait till an interview to brand ourselves? That's literally the only time we do. Why do we wait till then to brand ourselves? We come in there. Yeah. You know, um, I think I will be the perfect candidate to be your underwater basket weaver here. I think I will be <laughs> phenomenal at, you know, fluffing your flamingo feathers because in my heart, I know I have the perfect loyalty to flamingo. Oh my God. And now, now you got to realize like, dang, I don't brand myself. You know, you got to write some things down about you that you're like, you know what? I kind of like that about my life. <coughs> the way that I journal, okay? The way that my calligraphy looks when I do my edges, like, you know, there's some things about myself. You know, I love people past their flaws okay you done been to jail a couple of times but you know what it's something it's something about your heart that i know god can come in there for you like there's some things and some attributes that are about you that god is like that right there that's my work baby so you know god is um god loves to brag on us in unique ways he puts divine connections in our life where we have to brand ourselves and we don't want it he allows situations to pop off where you have to bring yourself in a place that's uncomfortable. And you're like, God, I really wasn't. I'm, I'm telling you, it's just like if you were kind of minding your business and all of a sudden God is like, hey, I'm going to have you meet this person or this person's going to run into you at the grocery store or the gas station. And then you have to speak to somebody and you have to brand yourself and you don't realize that it's branding. You just think, OK, this is just a casual conversation. And here you are. Having to talk about who you are and you thinking in your head, well, do I know who I am? Like, wait a minute. Do I really know who I am? And God is like, okay, listen, let me remind you real quick. You know, you're, you're a conqueror, right? You know, you're, you're a child of God. You already know that. Yeah, the fearfully and wonderfully made. You're also redeemed. Um, you're, you're significant in value. We got to stop lowering our, um, our spiritual net worth. We have to stop Ooh, that's lowering good. Um, cause you, y'all know when y'all watch, when y'all got your favorite Zillow mansions or you watch these extreme home makeovers and you see the property value 
increase when there's changes made to the inside. And people forget that that's a reflection even of yourself, that when God changes the inside of you, your property value changes. The way people see you changes because you're changing on the inside. You don't got that attitude no more, girl. Quickly to get angry, snap, cuss somebody out on the road because you don't got cut off. Wait a minute, you're changing? Ooh, girl, yes. So, you know, I'm an advocate for women that are, you know, growing and growing and growing. And you got to go through tests sometimes. Ooh, this is the part we don't like. So, oh, yeah, we hate this part. Right. So, training <clears throat> yourself and you're finding out what makes you different. Sometimes you get tested because you are missing, you're missing those highlights that God is trying to tell you. So sometimes you got to get tested in order for you to learn. It's just like, you know, when you play a video game, a little Super Mario, a little something, you play a game. And the reason why you play it is to gain experience points to defeat a boss. And a lot of times we forget that we have to gain experience to defeat our enemies, whether it's something that we connected to a soul tie we got latched on and ain't let go of 15 years ago. Um, we angry and haven't forgiven a parent. We're angry at God because somebody passed away. Still angry at God. You, you still mad at God. Well, why'd you have to take them? And God is like, but you didn't even pay attention to the generational blessing that was released over your bloodline when they left. A lot of people forget before a lot of people passed in the Bible, there was a conversation with God. And God is like, okay, I've set you apart. I made you to where you can't fit in anywhere. Something about you makes people look at you and say, ooh, who is that? Ooh, every time they come around, I feel a certain way. And it's not always bad. But if you have those moments where you realize you pushed people away, you got to ask God for a little heart surgery. So that way you know what makes you different, not what makes you the same. God never called you to blend in. You, you sitting here with, here you go, beauty blend a sponge trying to blend in the makeup. And God is like, oh, I didn't call you for that. You don't have to be made up in order for me to validate you. Yeah, if a parent didn't validate you, it's okay. If some people didn't come through for you, that doesn't define you. If people say, that girl is bad. The labels that were put on you as a child is not what makes you different. The labels that you called yourself when you felt like you went through that ugly phase is not what makes you different. Okay, you might have went through a little whole phase in college, or you might not have went to college and acted a plum fool out of rebellion. That still doesn't define you or what makes you different. Oh, God, I got to do some cleaning up and get some fabuloso on the inside of that person. That's good. You know? That's good. <clears throat> yeah, That's girl. good. And I think a lot of times, especially talking about identity, we get we get so caught up in what other people have said to us or how we felt in a certain moment. And we take on that identity and God is like, but I never called you that. That's oh. not, that's not who I called you to be. And so we really have to, you know, seek God and seek the Holy spirit mm -hmm. and, you know, solidifying who we are in him in order to brand ourselves correctly because let, let's just ask this question are you your brand ambassador uh oh oh wait a minute are you your brand ambassador like are do you represent yourself to the world or are you still trying to hide
not trying to hide. I mean, let, let's let's just are. be honest. <clears throat> let's just let's just let's just be real on tonight, you know, because a lot of us we still trying to hide. Right. God, God has called us to the frame. We still trying to play the back background. We still like, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm gonna be back here, God. You got that up there. God is like, no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to call you forward. Excuse me. God, I'm trying to call you forward, but we're still fighting it. And a lot of times, the reason why we deal with uh, fighting God on coming to the front is we're worried about the opinion of people that don't matter. That don't matter to where you're going sometimes. And a lot of, like, let me be real. I think everyone has gone through a phase where they were either a people pleaser or they were like, okay, but I want them to like me. I, I want friends. You know, oh, that I was want, definitely me. You know, you you people pleasing to keep a circle and they're a square. No. That's, tearing, that's tearing you up. Like, no, you're... you're you're dealing with people who wait until you're out of their presence to have something negative to say about you. And it's not everybody, but there are times where you have to say, you know what? I'm worthy. I don't have to always be in the back. Sometimes I'm behind the scenes. Behind the scenes does not mean you're a disappearing act. It just means you are in a redirected place that's still a part of the picture. A lot of times we like to take ourselves out the picture and God said, uh-uh. Sometimes God wants to make you the main star or sometimes God wants to make you the main attraction, right? And so got to do this thing. So let's picture this. Y'all, we are in Black Panther 2, all right? Let's picture this right now. <laughs> Y'all, thank you. Look at all my ladies in here. Yes! You see this tribe? Okay. We are in Black Panther 2. So before the movie comes out, all right, we're spending all this time behind the scenes where nobody even knows the movie is coming out. And the director, a.k.a. Jesus, okay, is doing some work on the inside where nobody can see, right? And so God will do this thing where he hides you, okay? He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We in the shadow, baby, with God, whether we, you know, short haired like you, okay, or 30 inches long like me. We are here in God's arms, and that's <laughs> he's doing the work on the inside. But the reason why he's doing this is because he's preparing you for the big screen. So here we are. We got our Wakanda Forever shirts on. God is doing a heart surgery. He's breaking up the parts of you that weren't healed because, you know, those, those unhealed places, they cause damage in every area of your life because you're looking through a broken lens. Ain't that jacked up? You got your Ray-Bans on and they broken? Now everything that you're touching is looking through that broken lens. So look, God is God is doing some work, okay? He's doing a little heart surgery. He's cleaning up your perspective, your mindset. The part of you will be like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. God told you to pray at four in the morning, girl. I'm not, four in the morning? What? God told me to write a book? I'm not, nobody's gonna even gonna read that. And then God gotta deal with your doubt and all of that behind the scenes. Why? Because he's preparing you for the big screen. He's preparing you to be exposed. So God works on you, okay? Works on you in secret. But God didn't say you had to have it all together before he displays you. Why? Well, you know how many people in the Bible did not have it all together and he used them? Why? Now let's talk so, about that. Yes. Like, because... God used people. I'm talking about jacked up, cussing, stuttering, drinking, walking around naked, all kinds of stuff. Killing Christians? Like, what? And they were still used by God. And still you. So guess what? God is not concerned with your perfection. He's concerned with your progress. 
right? So here we are, Black Panther. Now we get into the trailer. So God is dropping tidbits about you that you're about to be released. So God may reveal it to your leaders or pastors or overseers and apostles. God is giving some hints and clues that you about to step up. How do you know this? Because people start gravitating where they see the light. Okay, I'm talking about like straight moth the flame. All of a sudden people start popping up in your life. You're like, where the heck did they come from? They're attracted to the light. They know God's about to do something big. Then warfare comes. You're like, God, come on now. What is this? What's going on with my finances? Children acting crazy. My dog done took off down the street. Like, what is going on? You dealing with no, not the dog. Yeah, right. And you're like, what? What? What is going on? And then you think God is silent. You think God doesn't hear you, right? And you're like, God, where are you at? But right before God is about to promote you, you go through some interesting things. But yeah. My bad, y'all. Choking on my teeth. But look. Oh, no. So, God's preparing you for an elevated place. You go through this warfare and you're like, okay. God, what's going on? But see, you're on the verge of your debut. This will come to forever, okay? You're just forever with Jesus. So, now the trailer drops. Everyone's excited because they knew where you came from. They know about your past. They know about you. But now you're moving and things are changing. People are noticing that there's some changes in you that's happening. You're not talking the same. You're dressing a little different. You're doing your hair a little different. You're talking about yourself differently. The people who could get under your skin, even the things that used to bother you, the bad habits you used to have are slowly starting to break off. Now something is, something is switching in this trailer. Okay, but when the debut happens, God exposes you. God allows people to see you in your low place. So that way, when he performs the miracle, he performs a change in your life. Now he can expose you. Where do we see that the most? Butterflies. We see the caterpillar and we're like, look at, look at this little slug. Look at it. Look, you can't tell where the head or the tail is. Ah, look at it. All the little bit of legs. It's just scrunching. We see it at his low place and then God hides it. God hides the caterpillar and does the most beautiful transformation. And God does that with us, with our identity. God takes what you're used to calling yourself fat, ugly, lazy, rude, arrogant, cocky. The labels that others put on you, she always got an attitude. She bossy. She's manipulative. God takes all of that while you're hidden and does a transformation. But isn't it crazy? This little bit of little worm worm sluggy caterpillar goes into a cocoon and is hidden but when it's released it comes out like a butterfly it's released and it's gorgeous what that's so reflective of our identity anything is is no butterfly's wings are designed the same baby you are custom made tailored you hear me not there's no designer in this world that could touch the way god designed you incredible and God takes your situation and he transforms it. A lot of us look at our situations and we're like, girl, I'm going through the same thing. Got no money to pay the bill or this is draining me. I'm tired of helping everybody. This nine to five is getting on my nerves, child. I'm just ready to be a CEO and a business owner. But you're like, how often are you calling yourself that? Are you only saying it when people walk up to you? What about the days when you don't have clients or what about the days where you don't have any customers what are you saying about your business are you looking at it like uh 
oh, I don't have anybody. Oh, we're doing bad. Like, think about that towards yourself. What about the days when you don't feel so great? What are you doing to pick that area back up? I know, you know, we're big on self-care and all of that, but your affirmations are self-care too. Y'all be, y'all be slipping and tripping. That's the time when you got to get in the mirror and be like, hold on, God. Let me, let me be real. Let me talk about me real quick. All right. God, you called me to be wealthy because Deuteronomy says that you gave me the power to gain wealth. You also called me a royal priesthood, so I can't look at myself as low. I don't have low standards, which means I can't have low standards of friends around me. Okay, that means I can't carry low standard family either. Oh, no, because people use this quick. But they're family. Girl, you can't get rid of them. They're family. And God is like, but they're not connected to your vision. They're the ones throwing dirt on it. They want you to stay as the caterpillar. They don't want to see you as a butterfly. They think when you come out the cocoon, you're going to be a mosquito. What? But something really bomb that God does in his handiwork, right? So God does this thing where he can transform anything. You think your problems is an issue? That ain't nothing but light. That's light work to God. That's lightweight. But it feels like a burden. But God told you to cast your cares, meaning the parts of your identity that you don't like the bad habits that you don't like, the procrastination that you deal with, the parts of you that you're like, oh, God, I don't like that part of me. Mm-mm, girl, no. Mm-mm. Like, even this one. I feel misunderstood. You got to let God deal with that, too. Ooh, that's good. I feel misunderstood. Nobody understands me. You mean to tell me God created billions of people and you think there is not a person, or, and mind you, the creator, too, that could be able to do that? But I'm going to tell you something, and this might hurt for some people who might believe in this, but I'm going to tell you something. The, the, the universe don't do that. And we look crazy referring to his creation as him, and it doesn't have the power. And I think we forget that God created us with authority, right? So you know how we get an iPhone or we get a droid, and we can add upgrades to it. We can add phone cases and screen protectors and all types of things. We can add uh, iHome. We can add, then we can add all types of, you know, MacBooks and things like that. We can keep upgrading. And we don't think that God does that with us. We don't think that God upgrades us. You think you're the same person as 10 years ago? 10 years ago, girl, who were you 10 years ago? Look at you. Look at you now, girl. You look nothing like her. Do you see you? You see that progress, baby? I'm looking at every single woman in here like, girl, God, I know you hooking her up. I know you hooking her up. And if you're not, then God, I speak overflow to her right now. And baby, God hears my prayer loud and clear. He hears me. So, you know what I'm saying? As the thing that makes you different, reflect on what is that thing that people say, you do that so naturally. That's so, it's so natural when you do it. But if I do it, it just doesn't feel the same. Like, think about it. What is that thing that God put in you? And you're like, you know what? I do got a little prayer language on me that can slay out about a thousand demons in two seconds. You know, I do have a love for people, even when they mess up. Because I can do it with my own family, which means I know I have the love of God. You got to say, what is that thing in me that I've been overlooking, but it's so unique to my identity not the identity that you know i got that driver's license with that crazy picture on the front because not everybody got a nice picture okay the crazy picture that you took because the flash was too bright and now when people look at it they're like "Ooh, child not that 
but the identity and the brand that you are. You know why people love Amazon so much? The customer loyalty of having it in two days. But guess what? You have a servant's loyalty. You have things that are in you that you're a walking billboard and forget that. You're trying to make yourself a little picket sign, a little protest sign. You're not a poster. You're a walking brand. Okay, some of you in here are actually millionaires and billionaires and been sitting on money because you're afraid to bring yourself to the front. Some of you in here are best-selling authors. Some of you have ideas you've been sitting on because the identity crisis is in the way. What? So um, basically, I wanted to let you ladies know for y'all that are listening that God um, has something so uniquely and tailored designed just for you. I'm not talking about, you know, the usual like, oh, okay, I can read scriptures really well and I can dissect them. I can interpret dreams like there are some things that God has for you that your faith got to line up with when it comes to your identity. Like some of you be thinking like, oh, I'm always dealing with financial issues. Could it be that God may be calling you to be wealthy? Oh, I always got an attitude. I can't stand people. It Could it be that God is calling you to, to speak to people? Sometimes there's hints and clues in your identity that tell you about your purpose. But I ain't going to go too far into that. I ain't going to go too far into that, girl. I ain't got time to be snatching edges tonight. So I'm going to keep it smooth and keep it cool. But, um, Jerry, if you want to jump back in about what makes you different. And, ladies, drop me something in the comment about what you feel makes you different. And if you don't know, it's okay because, girl. I'm going to cover that in prayer. And like I told you, God hears me loud and clear. So, number one, you've already snatched a couple of edges for the people <laughs> on tonight. Um, ju I'm just saying, you've already started doing that. So, you might as well not stop now. Okay. Um, number two, uh, I think you have some really, really good points. Because we got to start with the identity. Because... In order for you to brand yourself, you have to know who you are. You you have to know who God says you are. Because if not, you go be branding the wrong thing. Okay, Meg the Stallion. Like, didn't nobody tell you that that's who you are? The, oh, no, not me. Stop trying to fit in with you. <clears throat> you know you don't fit in. Girl, stop trying to fit in where you know God didn't put you. Okay, God called you to be greater. And I ain't saying nothing is wrong with sis. That's her thing. Her knees is her ministry. But as for you and your house, you got a whole different calling. Listen, my knees would cry if I <laughs> ever tried. <laughs> if I ever tried to do anything Meg the Stallion does, my knees would cry and break. So it's a no. But you, you have to know who you are. You have to know who God has called you to be. Um, because if you don't, you, you will be walking around as one thing. When God has told you to be something, something totally different. And so we want to hear from y'all tonight. We want to hear from the audience on tonight. Let us know who you are. I don't, I don't want your credentials. I don't want you a mom and your entrepreneur. That's, that's not what we're talking about. That's all surface stuff. But who has God called you to be? 
Um, if you want to come up to the stage, let us know. If you have some of the input with this conversation, let us know. We would love to hear from y'all on tonight. But we want to talk about you being your own brand ambassador. Yeah. Like, what does that look like for real? Um, does that look like you speaking up more? Does that look like you accepting who God has called you to be? Like, what does that really look like? We want to hear from y'all tonight. So let us know, for real. Let us know. <coughs> Excuse yes. me. Y'all come up here and talk to me so I can get yes, to know. We want to talk to y'all on tonight. <coughs> What'd you say, Britt? No, I was saying, y'all come up in here and talk to me, okay? Um, I, you know, I, I'm an advocate for all and everything. Thank God I'm continuing my journey going into therapy. Not as in I'm going to get therapy, but uh, becoming a licensed therapist because I love people so much. I really do. So um, I've been in this journey about two, three years. So, yeah. I'll give y'all an update when that office opens. But ladies, y'all come in here and talk to me about who you feel God is calling you to be or what areas he's calling you to, um, what type of gifts he's put in you and things like that. Like, I want to know. So yeah, I can we want to know. So we can... definitely want to know. Uh, and even if you're like, man, I really don't know who God has called me to be. Sis, that's okay. We all been there. <laughs> We have all been there, trust me, on this, okay? We have all been there trying to figure out who God has called us to be. But let me tell you a secret. Mm -hmm. You cannot figure that out on your own. That is the job of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Okay. Because if you try to figure it out on your own, you're going to get it wrong. <laughs> you're going Ooh. to mess it up. Y'all okay? know how many times I got it wrong. Child, Ooh. listen. Was trying to be everybody but Jerry. I'm saying I was one of the people that used to go to the club and had a uh, fake name. Oh no, not the fake name at the sure club. Did. I surely <laughs> did. Rolled up in the club. Hey, my name is Symphony. Sure did. And they were like, who? Who is this girl? <laughs> Y'all, and then you know, then you get caught in the grocery store. Symphony, hey, hey, Symphony, like. What's the next time you're going? Like, oh shoot, your friends looking at you like, girl, who the heck is Symphony? You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. Y'all don't be Symphony. Don't don't be the person. <laughs> Who creates a whole nother personality and you know good and well has it's completely opposite of what God called you to be. God did not call you to have no baby blue hair. Okay, so you know, don't be symphony. Don't be symphony, y'all. That is hilarious to me. I'm mad because you you got caught up at the grocery store. In the, in the <laughs> dog on Dollar General Market. Oh, oh my god. god i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> that is hilarious but yeah ladies we want to hear from y'all who has god called you to be um and how do you plan on branding yourself how 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 are how are you going to become your own brand ambassador um because God has made you this amazing person. Um, but if you don't brand yourself, if you don't show up as that amazing person, the world will never know. Mm -hmm, that part. Um, another thing, because while we're on the topic of brand ambassadors, now some of y'all seen or seen people who have businesses and then they get these brand ambassadors who are told, okay, you know what? If you, if you brand my business, 
I'll give you something for free or I'll give you a discount, you know, on some weave or I'll give you a discount on a candle or something, a little bad and body works if you, you know, and when it comes to who you are, don't let people take advantage of that. Don't let people take advantage of who God called you to be or the gifts that he placed in you or girl, if you got a voice that you can sing the house down more than Mariah could ever and everything, don't let people use you because they understand your worth and you don't because <clears throat> the enemy knows your worth even when you don't yeah and he will try to pimp it up right don't, don't let nobody pimp you we ain't got time don't let nobody don't let anybody pimp you okay please don't let nobody pimp you but um if nobody has girl listen uh, angelica you be understanding me listen don't let anybody pimp you and when i say that i'm gonna be real some of y'all got friends some of y'all got family members people in your circle that want to use you for free as well because they see something about you that can promote what they want for sure um if you don't set a boundary or if you don't identify who you are, and I'm not talking about you walking into somebody talking about some, these are my pronouns. What child? Didn't nobody say nothing about that. Like, I'm talking about no. Because if that's the case, call me by my adjective. You you call me, you call me by my adjective. Crazy. But no, what I'm saying to you is um don't let anybody lowball you spiritually. Meaning, don't let anybody look at you and be like, mm. And treat and you allow them to treat you that way. Oh, I'm just being nice. No, you're being crazy. Absolutely not. You have to cut off who you need to cut off if they're treating you crazy. Right. And a lot of times we allow people to come into our life when our standards are low. And then when things change for us and we change, we don't necessarily look at them the same. Because guess what? Remember, I talked about those Ray Bands that were cracked. Gotta take them off your face and put a whole new Zula. Okay? Full rim, baby. The leopard print, Mrs. What's her name from the Magic School Bus? Oh, wow. Miss mm-hmm. Fizzle? Miss Fizzle. Gotta put you some Miss Fizzle glasses on <laughs> and change your whole perspective on how you see life because you was walking around with broken Ray-Bans because you focus more on the designer. But the thing is, is that... um. When it comes to boundaries, for those of you that have a hard time saying no, yes, you, yes, you, girl, the one that has a hard time telling people no, that's like, oh, but they're going to be mad at me. Who cares? Child, they're using you. They'll be all right. They're using you. You're going home drained and empty. And sometimes life can throw punches at us that make us feel so empty. And we don't give it to God. Give it to God simply means this right here. You sit down and say, God, I can't do this. I cannot deal with this so i'm gonna give this to you this is me right here Woo, your good daughter right here better call daughter with the good hair listen and all my raps and naps i can't deal with this down here so i need to pass this to you this burden i'm carrying this weight that's on me that's making me feel like i can't deal with life oh god i need you to come get this matter of fact i'm gonna give it to you i surrender this to you because if i take it on it's gonna kill me so you got to be able to say, God, I don't know who I am. I thought I did, but tonight listening to this, I realized I, I don't really, I don't really know. So God, show me something new about myself that I never knew. 
God, show me what you see about me. Cause me to fall in love with everything that you see in me. And God, I renounce everything that I connected to that broke the lenses of my eyes. Everything that broke the mental capacity that I had to love myself. God, forgive me if I looked at me worse than anybody in this world. But God, do a reconstruction in me like the way you do the butterflies. Do a work in me so that way I can see how beautiful I look inside and out. And I know what to call myself. A lot of times we don't think we're worthy of value. Just like I talked about that property value. Y'all be seeing these Malibu mansions on Zillow and then be looking at yourself like a shack. Girl, you are not a shack. Some of y'all don't, don't, don't be out here calling yourself a brick house either. But listen, God got some property value on you that some people, when you walk by, they're like, oh, good Lord, who is that? And other people see the anointing and the gifting on you as well, right? So I want to uh, share a quick verse with y'all. Y'all know I love scripture. So I thought this was interesting. So John 15, 16 says, you did not choose me. Whoops, my bad. Just in case I thought I chose God. He got me right together, sweeping the edges up. It says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you. Oh, wait a minute, girl. You forgot you were appointed. That's like you getting assigned to something. What? I appointed you so that you may go and bear fruit, which means you ain't supposed to be lacking in nothing, right? Fruit that will last. Uh-huh, sis, you ain't got no microwave. It's crock pot. And so that whatever you ask in my name, let's define that word, whatever, okay? So whatever could be a wide range of anything. So that means whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you because God chose you, which means your identity is linked to the things that you asked your father for. I'm not saying that you go up to him and ask God for a Range Rover, but I'm just saying that there's some things that have your name on it. There's some buildings. Yes, there are probably some vehicles. There's some property. There's some uh, there's some book signings. There's some interviews with Oprah. Okay. There's some things that's got your name on it, but you won't identify who you are and you're missing out on your big blessings. Woo! Dear God, you're missing that out part. huge blessings because you don't want to identify who you are or you think that you're not good enough or qualified enough. What? God will send you in places that you didn't have to have a license for, a certification for. God will be like, oh, th uh -uh. they're qualified. They can go in. Ooh, that's like VIP. God will make it to where you feel like VIP because your name alone is connected to him. So you're qualified in places where others aren't. Ooh, man. That's good. That's, That's, good. Cool. That's real good. And so we're going to give the mic <clears throat> over to Angelica. Hello, yeah, my love. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, happy to be here. Uh, such good shares. Man, I just, I'm just back here just receiving the confirmations and just uh, clapping, especially about the part where um saying no and people using you because i have encountered that in this past week and i had to just realize like why is this person always so eager to get me on their social media for me to go live with them and and i'm like i get it. it's because of the network and the people that follow me are the people that knows me so that they can get put on and and ride the coattails so as a person who has like some experience in the uh, entertainment industry i realized that and I know that you can only be used if you allow yourself to be used. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm also, I'm not trying to sound cocky, but I am, you know, God's anointed child. I am a child of the King. Yeah. And because of that, um, people pull on my mantle and, and they, and so many people pull on me from different areas and different walks of life. Like this person wants me to speak and preach over here. This person wants me to speak, preach over here. This person wants me to come over and pray. And this person wants me to lay hands. And this person wants me to come over here and prophesy to them. And then this person's in my DMs wanting personal prayer. Like it, it really is becoming like too much. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I have to step away for my own sanity, for my own mental health and for my own peace. And people don't understand that because they're so selfish and they're all about me, 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 me. I want my blessing. I want you to speak a blessing over my life. I want you to speak uh, or prophesy that I'm coming out of breakthrough or I want you to do this for me. And it's like, listen, I'm human and I have to say no. And if saying no to you causes you to dislike me, then you were never for me in the first place and then you look better gone. So I thank you for releasing that because those are, um, you know, powerful words and powerful strategies. That really is a strategy and powerful instructions that we need to hear um, the power in our no and to have that self-love. The Bible says to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Absolutely. So self-love is a requirement. Self-love is that first part that we need Bad. to have in order to love other people. So I'm just at the space in my life where I am learning how to say no and being at peace with that no. Yeah. And, and also to not to let anybody mold or shape me into what they want me to be or what they think a Christian should be or look like, and especially in the spaces that I'm in. Um, because you know what? I'm not going to look like the typical preacher that's behind a pulpit. Come on. I'm not. I'm I'm going to be who God created me to be. And I'm and I'm going to be in spaces where they're not so churchy, where they probably never even cracked open a Bible. And I can't come to them all churchy and speak in church and stuff. I have to know how to become all things to all people and to speak to them at a in a language and at a level that they understand. Right. Um so I'm not going to be all, you know, prissy nose in the air and I'm just so holy. This No, I'm going to be real regular and real normal. And you know, and I may be glam. My face may be beat. I may have on heels. You know, my nails might be, I may have my, you know, lashes done. That doesn't make me any less safe because I wear jewelry and makeup and because I like to be cute and wear heels and be and go out dressy and stuff like that. That doesn't make me any less saved or holy. But God knows my heart. And, and that's the thing is God knows the heart. As long as I'm not causing anybody to fall or to sin, you know, I think, you know, there's a certain level of maturity that we have to come to in the faith and to realize that, yep, we can be living epistles. We can be an example, but we have to make sure that we're not super religious because there are a lot of religious people with dresses down to their ankles and they busting it wide open. Come on, the jean skirts. Come Talk on. about Come on. it. Talk about it. Come on. So it's like, all right, you could, you know, judge me all you want to because I got on Stiletto Hills and I'm wearing red lipstick, but I'm not going to hell. How about that? Come on. <laughs> I'm going to be living, I'll be living my best life. <laughs> we even all, if I, if I want it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> but, but you know what? Thank you so much. And I also learned that. And I also, and I also got freedom from actually other Christian women in, in, um, in the social media space that, 
um, for so long, I allowed the church and especially church women to demonize me because of my beauty, not knowing that God has the ability to use my beauty for his glory. God exactly. used right. God used Esther's beauty for his glory and to save a whole entire nation. The Bible said that she had a bomb body that she was good to look at. So it's like God makes us beautiful for a reason. We're not supposed to be ugly, broke, dis and disgusted and looking all crazy out here in these streets. No, it is okay to be beautiful and godly. Exactly. Come on now. A royal priesthood is not ugly. It is not. It is not. <laughs> we should be up, have a peaceful confidence about this. Be peaceful, graceful, and beautiful. And I was like, I, I get it that our adorning is not in the gold and the plate of the hair, blah, blah. But that's if you put your value in those things. Mm -hmm. Your inner beauty has to shine more than your outer beauty. But being beautiful on the outward side, on the outer appearance, is not demonic. It is biblical. Yes. It is godly. Come on. Oh, I, I hope we freeing the saints on today, but thank you so much for this room. I just wanted to come up here and share. Oh, and, and what is God is, you know, calling me to do. So I'm still really trying to, you know, figure out what God, what, what's my niche? What you really want me to do? I know I'm passionate about the entertainment industry and everything concerning entertainment and to go into that field. Everybody doesn't have the right maturity to be in those spaces, to be in the music industry, to be in television, film everybody isn't equipped to handle that. I'll just, I'll just uh, put it um, out there because you think, you know, the Christian industries and those, you think they're so safe and sanctified, boy, oh, let no. me, let me tell <laughs> There is no difference. <laughs> there is none. There is none. But um, I, I will, I will say that, you know, where, where God is, wants me to be out. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm still keeping it in prayer as i'm moving forward into the things of god but you know what god knows but as we are moving forward in purpose we do have to be careful who is around us and who's trying to ride our coattails and who's trying to use mm -hmm. us and that everybody that comes in they, in our lives acting like a, a supportive friend is really not a supportive friend they could be covert enemies i mean oh yeah we have to be very careful those smiling in our face calling the sis like oh i love you so much this and a third when really they got an agenda so it's like, if you can't offer them anything, would they still be your friend? Would they still be there? Would they still have your, be in your corner if you had nothing to offer them? Oh, that's and, good. Right. And that's how you will know if that person is really for you or not. All right. It's Angelica and I yield my mic. Thank you for allowing me to come up. Damn, Angelica. Thank you, Angelica. That was good. I love how oh, you sorry. said, um, you know, you're you're in the entertainment industry, but you don't quite know where God, you know, is leading you. And that's a real thing. And mm -hmm. that's okay. Uh, sometimes God won't reveal, you know, all parts of our purpose at one time. And so mm -hmm. sometimes God will do like bits and pieces by bits and pieces. And that's okay. Uh, but I think that you're sure enough in your identity to <laughs> wherever God leads you, you're going to be straight. Like you're good, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be straight. Um, and so yeah, I'm I'm so happy for you. Absolutely, um, absolutely incredible. Um, one thing that I will say that <clears throat> I love is um, she at least knows where she's being pulled to. Mm -hmm. The entertainment industry, which lets you know that um, God gave her a certain unique 
beautiful look that when she walks into that space, she has a Psalms 91 protection over her, no matter who she has to encounter in the industry, that God's light is going to shine, you know, within her. I, I absolutely love that. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some conferences in the, in the future. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to go too far. But um, if there's some things in the future that, you know, um, God gives her some interesting connections um, on, on an international level. So, um, Angelica, you are the bomb.com, honey. Oh, yes, you. you are. And so are you guys. Thank you. No problem. Um, if anybody else wants to come up to the stage, raise your hand and I will bring you on. But tonight we are talking about you being your own brand, you being your own brand ambassador, you uh, representing yourself in the world the way God has called you to be. Uh, one thing about being your own brand is that you have to know who you are. You have to know who God has called you to be. And you have to be you have to be confident in that person. Like, can you, here's the question on the table. Are you confident in you? A lot of us are confident in social media. We're confident in, you know, you know, our favorite influencers. But do you have that same confidence in you? If you don't, my question is why? Or should I say, why not? What's in the way of you loving you 100%? Do you think it's the opinions of people? Do you think it's trauma from relationships? Um, Have you gone through abuse? Or um, was there anything traumatic that may have happened that you feel like has gotten in the way of you loving you 100% and everything? And it's okay. Um, This is a safe space. And if um, you need to know, a little bit of background that can come from either Jerry's side or my side as um, I am a rape survivor. I dealt with that at the age of eight years old and everything. Um, battled with infertility because of that situation for years. Um, God didn't heal me until two years ago. And um, during the times that, you know, women, you know, when little teenage girls started going through cycles and, and periods and things like that, I couldn't relate for years. And I felt like I was less of a, I wasn't created like a whole woman. I felt like half of a woman. I felt like I couldn't even do the thing that God created women to do. And because of that, my self-esteem was also low. And so I tried to hide myself in the things that I, you know, love to do, but then I became popular and I was like, oh man, now everybody wants to be my friend. And then I started people pleasing. Because my standards were low. When your standards are high, you don't have everybody around you. You're real selective. And so, you know, for years I went through that. You know, my father leaving out of my life. Um, So I didn't have a male figure to validate me. I lost the validation of a father, even though my mama was strong in holding it down. So you're not alone in this thing. You are so not alone. And um, if you feel like there's something that's in the way of you um, becoming who you really need to be, or you're like, God, I don't know my purpose at all, whether it's a battle with suicide, whether it's um, you dealt with family members that were jealous of you, or you felt like you failed at everything, whether it was school, a job, a relationship, you feel like you have failed at absolutely everything. I'm here to tell you, and for some of you, I'm here to confirm a lot for you that everything changes tonight um 
if you're here is not just by coincidence. I believe in God's divine timing and intervention. And I also do believe that you're in the presence of some strong intercessors and everything like that as well. So um, just the same way as I'm a cheerleader, okay, I'm a late in the midnight hour. I'm going to go hard in the paint for you type of woman. So um, for anything that any of you may be battling um, that's in the way of you just knowing who you are, it's okay to drop it in the chat or if you want to come talk about it to get it off your chest because you're tired of dealing with the same things over and over. We sometimes deal with patterns and we think, oh, we keep making the same decisions wrong and it's really the pattern. But yeah, so sometimes our patterns are in the way of the change that we need. Um, Cause the Bible does say, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's Romans two, where it says, be not conformed to the patterns of this world. Mm -hmm. so, um, sometimes it's patterns. Sometimes it's cycles that, you know, we keep going into cycle after cycle. Like, okay, I'm gonna be real. You keep sleeping with the same dude that, you know, been treating you crazy and everything. And then you got to have a sis like me to come into your life and be like, girl, when them draws come back up, their self-esteem going back down, you got to chill. Okay, you got to be real about what you're dealing with, because if you don't attack that thing head on, you're going to battle continuously back to back to back to back. You keep chilling with a group of friends that, you know, you can't you, you can't meet their level of expectation because it's low. You and you're holding on to them because y'all been friends since the age of six, ten. OK. Some of y'all have businesses that you've given up on, but but God told Ezekiel to speak to the dry bones. Why do you think you can't talk to your situation? Why do you think you don't have the dominion, the power, and the authority to talk to dead situations? Your finances, too. Because some of y'all deal with a financial issue, and sometimes it's, it has to do with the way you strategize or budget your finances, or you may lack in tithing offering when you deal with financial issues. Not everything is just the, oh, the enemy taking it all. No, nah, baby, it's, some, it's, it's a lack of wisdom somewhere. It's not all the time. Sometimes it's not always the enemy. Sometimes it's decisions we've made and we're just cleaning it up, getting a little fabuloso on that thing. It's okay, you know? So, um, well, yeah, thank, I just really want to thank the ladies. This Listen, the Wakanda strong ladies in here. You know, I mean, of course, I'm gonna say it again. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. When you get a moment, go look up the word wonderful and write down the definition. Like, yeah, I'm giving out homework, but go write down the word wonderful and write down the definition. And to know that God called you that is so dope. Like, if I could find a better word, I'll find another one. But you know, I make up words. But Yes, honey, you and all your fabulousness is because God made you that way. You know how some people don't like the good things about you? Girl, you talk too much. Oh, she's supposed to be behind somebody's mic. Girl, you always you always messing with something. You're probably you're probably meant to create. Child, you ne you never stop singing. You always whistling. Oh, she's probably anointed in that area. Some of you have gifts and talents that you have slept on. And I think it's so interesting. You know, um, we look at things and call them dead, but Jesus in the Bible looked at things and said they were sleeping. Like, I thought that was so interesting. Like, Lazarus, Jesus told the people that Lazarus was asleep. And everybody <laughs> was like, y'all, they was mad. They were so mad. Jesus, if you would have been here, my brother would have lived. 
And then the mourners didn't make it better. So the mourners are like super dramatic. Like, you know, the Jews, they're meant to come meet up, link up and like cry with people. Right. So here they are. Jesus, you let them die. Oh, my gosh. And Jesus got mad and was like, Lazarus, get up. Which is a hint and a clue for some of you that you might need to go yell at your situation and tell it <laughs> to get up. The things that you think are dead, you need to go tell it. Excuse me, LLC, get up. Excuse me, book, wake up. Excuse me. Sometimes you need. Sometimes you like we know how to roll our neck at everything but the right thing. Sometimes <laughs> this is the time where, when it comes to the things that make you you, um. Sometimes people can be attracted to your anointing and they want to mooch off of it so much to give them glory and not God. Even in the church, child, even in the church, it's not always on the outside, but yeah, girl, um, now that you're here and now that you've tuned in and listened in, baby, the tea only gets better from here. Okay. Exactly. And so y'all got y'all homework for tonight. Go look up the word wonderful and then write the definition and then apply it to your life. That's your homework. <clears throat> Thanks to Britt. Um, ladies, this has <laughs> been an amazing episode for Dear Christian Black Girl. Y'all yeah. got to experience my little sis, Brittany, who is extra in every way possible. Yeah. Uh, but so lovely at the same time. <laughs> um. Of course, y'all know if you if if you're you're struggling to to figure this thing out, if you're struggling to figure out who you are and who God has made you to be, remember that's a job for the Holy Spirit. That's not for you to figure out. It's it's actually already figured out. You just ain't got the revelation yet. Ooh. And so if that's you, if you're just trying to figure out that's that that's something that you need to take to the Lord in prayer. <clears throat> that's something like you simply just say hey god you know who do you say i am that part who am i to you lord and then when he answers you run with it and don't let nobody deter you okay put your heels on and get the moving sis it's the heels for me <laughs> seriously though like when god begins to reveal who you are and what you were created to do and be run with it <clears throat> because if god if god has told you that's what he created you to be can't nobody else tell you nothing it ain't nothing else to say like when god says it that solidifies it it's a wrap. Amen. And Jerry, can I add to do not let yeah. anybody throw you off of your course or your purpose that God has destined for you. Oh, that's good. Don't let anybody talk you out of what God said, yeah. because that is nothing but the enemy. And if God has called you to it, then you are equipped and well able to do what he has assigned for your life. No matter how hard it looks or impossible, or you're just like, I don't know how, don't worry about the how, but focus on the who. Focus on who God is, because we know that he is faithful. 
We know that he is just. We know that he is a good God, right? We know that he's not going to put, even though it's not in the Bible, but the saying is true that he's not going to put more on you than you can bear. So if he's putting something in your life or giving you an assignment, then you can do it. You are well able to do it. To do what? To do, because God can do exceedingly and abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power. We got to remember that there is power working in us, the power to that God works in us to do his will and to do his good pleasure, to present us faultless and blameless before him. So it's God who gives us his Holy Spirit to work in us, to work out his perfect divine will. So that way, that way, when he looks at us, he sees himself. Like you guys, we got the cheat code. We got the Holy Spirit. So we, right. So we can, we can do this thing. We can win at this thing called life. We, we already won against the enemy. We just got to walk this thing out in purpose and we just got to put him in his proper place. And if you're trying to figure out what your gifting is, what your purpose is, it's that thing that you do so well that to everybody else, it's like, it's difficult. Like it doesn't come easy. Like for some people, songwriting comes easy for another person, organization and cleanliness comes easy to some people. Being a wife comes easy. Femininity comes easy. Motherhood comes easy. Cooking comes easy. Like those things are ministries. You know, they may not be your typical preaching behind a pulpit on a Sunday, but guess what? God can use what you're good at take your natural, match it with his super, and then you could have like some supernatural ministry. Maybe your cooking could be used to open up a soup kitchen. Maybe your gifting in motherhood and being wife, you can help somebody or help some young girl or help somebody how to be a mom, how to do soft parenting. Um, that's, you know, pretty big right now or organization. Maybe you can help somebody who's a hoarder get their life back together and to help clean up their home and to put some organization and structure in their life. Like that is a ministry. So don't think that ministry is limited to the four walls and don't think that it's limited to behind a pulpit because there are so many things like the Bible says that the older women are supposed to teach the younger how to love their husbands, how to be good godly women and all that stuff. Like I didn't get Right. I didn't get that growing up. So I missed that. I, I confess it to my mother. I was like, Ma, I missed that growing up as a young woman in church. They did not do that. So that was a ministry that was missing. You know, young people need mentors like you just never know. Um, however, God created you and shaped you. Don't be ashamed of that. Wherever that's the area that the devil is attacking you the most. Mm-hmm. That is probably where God wants to use you the most. If you're probably attacked in your body, you probably got a healing ministry. You may have a deliverance ministry that you need to birth out. So don't allow the enemy to trip you up, to get you to abort your assignment or to think that you are not worthy because you are worthy. You are a child of the most high God and you are victorious. So really just sit, meditate with the the Lord and really think back like, what am I gifted in? What am I really good at that everybody thinks that is so amazing, but I just think it's really insignificant because it comes so easy to be. That's your, that's your gift. And how and like and the things that you love to do, maybe it's poetry, I don't know, but you're like, how can I glorify God in this thing? That may be your purpose. All right, I yield. Thank you for allowing me to share. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's great, gems. <laughs> that was real good, Angelica. Because uh, yeah. sometimes we just don't, we we just be trying to figure this thing out and we be getting so lost like in the beginning and god is like no i i got this seek me and then you'll have the answer uh and so that's good um definitely when you were talking about like the things that 
you know, we deal with the most or the hardest could be what, what God is trying to grow a ministry within us. Tashina, hello, my love, could be the things that God is trying to uh, grow a ministry within us because that's so true. Like my life is, is a perfect example of that. So y'all all know that I deal with women with infertility. Well, the reason I deal with women with infertility is because I live that life every day. So I understand, you know, what it's like to want a baby and God tells you to wait or to want a baby and, you know, it not happen in the timing that you thought it was going to happen. And so God literally uh, took my life and made a whole ministry out of it. Um, and so I definitely understand that sometimes God will do that. Sometimes God will take, you know, the things that, you know, quote unquote, make you suffer. And he, he will uh, create a ministry out of it. He will use that. He will use your quote unquote suffering to help other people through the same exact thing. And you'd be looking like, God, why you got me helping them? And what? I'm still right here. That's I got you, Angelica. Um, and so, yeah, so, um, that's something that you definitely need to consider. So y'all, we are talking about you being the brand, you being your own brand, you, um, because we walk around with all these brands on our bodies. We walk around with these Apple phones or these Android phones, and we're basically brand ambassadors for all this other stuff. But my question is, what would it look like if you showed up as your authentic God-given self? If you showed up as the, the version of you that God created in your mother's womb? What would happen if we showed up like that? If you showed up as your quirky, outspoken, nerdy self instead of trying to hide those parts that you think aren't cool or trying to hide those parts you think nobody else wants to see, what if you showed the world that the answer to that is the world would change? Yeah. Like, I don't think we understand that the way God made us is the purpose of it is to change the world. The purpose of it is to create change in the world. And so we, we got to start thinking of it from a purpose perspective. Yes. And I think that if we start looking at our identities and us being a brand from a purpose perspective, I think that that will get it a little bit better. <clears throat> I think that we'll understand it a little bit better. And that's not to say that you that's not to say that you're just magically going to know who you are tomorrow. You might, but I'm not saying that you will. What I am saying that is when you begin to understand who you are, you can show up as that person and change some things for real. Oh, yes. And so that's what we're talking about tonight. You are the brand. Like God created you specifically the way that he created you. And so it's time out for us trying to change how God created us. It's time out for us trying to hide or trying to suppress the way that God created us. He created you like that for a reason. Whatever your thing is, how, however you are, God created you like that for a reason. So find that reason and run with it. Yes, now that's it. Because when when you figure out that reason and when you run with it, you'll see why. 
you'll understand why. Like like the old church say, I, I'll understand it by and by. But come on now. <laughs> you'll see why. And so that's what we're talking about tonight. If anybody else wants to come up on the stage, you are definitely free to do so. Just raise your hand and we will bring you up. Um, but tonight we're talking about you are the brand. So brand yourself, like show up as who God created you to be. If God created you to be quirky and nerdy, be quirky and nerdy. Quirky and nerdy is cool too. Like God created you that way for a specific reason. If God created you to, to, you know, deal with children, but you always claim that you don't like children, change your confession. If God created you to, you know, impact women's lives, do that. Like do what God created you to do. Everything else, leave that alone. Please. Leave that alone. Mm. Just stop. But do what God created you to do. Because if he didn't want you to do it, he wouldn't give you the passion for it. Let's just be honest. But that part now. Let's just be honest. Oh, that's good, Angelica. Angelica said, if you are creative, be a creative. Do not let your creativity die. That part. That part. Because you know what we don't recognize is when we're not operating in our true authentic self, the self that God created us to be, you run the risk of like having mental health issues and being in depression because you're not in divine alignment with the creator and who he created you to be. I, I know what I'm talking about because I am a creative person and, and putting up a creative person in a stiff corporate environment is so deadly. So whoever whoever god created you to be whatever plan you need to do so that you can be that and operate in that fully do that do whatever god is calling you to do however he created you to do and if he's calling you to do it full time figure out ways how you can do it how to structure your life maybe what debt you need to pay off whatever you need to do do it because that's where your peace is going to come that yeah. that's what, a, a lot of people aren't in peace because they're not in purpose and they're not in purpose because they're not in divine alignment with who they are internally and how god created them to be if you're always in survival mode you will never thrive because if you're like oh i need this job to pay my bills but god is saying hey i called you to a creative space to be a creative i need you to create but you're like but god i need to pay these bills so i gotta you know clock this nine to five Right. But if, if we just had faith in God, knowing that God can do the impossible and that God will make a way out of no way, and, and maybe our prayer should be, well, God, I need the plan. I need the business plan. I need the structure of how I can come off of this nine to five and to be the creative that you created me to be. So that way I can create and give you glory full time. Or I, maybe I do something part time and then do the creative a little bit more. But however it is, God is structuring it for you. You have to do it for your own peace, for your own mental health, and for your own sanity. You got to be what God has purpose for you. All right, I yield. That's good. <laughs> wow. That's that's a real good. Yes. 
And I think sometimes we get so caught up in bills and life and all this other stuff that we do, you know, put our, you know, purpose part of ourselves to the side. But God is like, no, like, don't don't put it to the side. Like, bring that here. Like, give that to me and watch what I do with it. Ooh, that's it now. Y'all coming through with these gems. I'm up here like this. Yeah, so that is really good. Uh, So the question on the floor tonight is, who has God created you to be? And are you showing up as that person? Are you showing up as the person that God created you to be? Are you showing up as your authentic self? And if not, why not? Like, answer that question. If not, why not? Why why aren't you showing up as your authentic self? Is it because you don't feel worthy? Is it because you, you don't know what your authentic self is? And and like we said before, that's okay because we done all been there. Let's just let's just be real. We we all been there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I tell y'all all the time that like I was basically a chameleon because I didn't know who I was. I was who whoever I was with. That's who I was at that time. So I definitely get it. I definitely understand. But now we got we got to become who God has created us to be. Right. And some people, you know, it's it's okay not to have all the supporters that you think you're supposed or the people you want to support you versus who God has as your tribe covering you are different. And it's okay. It's okay. Because God has assigned people to your life, not only to cover and support your vision, but to continue, but to continue in purpose in this world. You know, we're not like the world. We're not, we're not at all. As a matter of fact, those of you that are here, you, you know, you were called by God. Some of you kind of knew early on or early in your life, early in your younger years or childhood years, but you're like, ah, not me. Yeah. You are the brand, the walking billboard. God chose you. You, honey. Yes, you. Like, girl, he ain't choose me. Yes, he did. He chose you for such a time as this. But yeah, girl, that is, ooh, this is, this has been awesome. <laughs> exactly. So if anybody else wants to come up on the stage to talk about you bring, being your own brand ambassador, um, we would definitely love to have you on stage to hear your input, to hear what you have to say, what you learned tonight, what you think, that type of thing. So if you want to come on the stage, just raise your hand and then we will let you up. But yeah, be your own brand ambassador. Like, Jay, yeah. Can I ask some real quick? Yeah. I wanted just to say, because this dropped in my spirit. I was like, it just may be for me or it may be for the room. But whoever has to fall off of your life, let them fall off. Let them go. Let them let them go because they weren't a part of the purpose. They weren't a, they weren't the destiny helper that you may have thought that they would be. And it is okay. And God will send people to support you and to uh, support the vision. And that's um, biblical. Even when Saul had to be elevated to king, he had people that that supported him in that endeavor. So God will place people to be your cheerleaders, to be your support system. So don't worry about who falls off. Just keep moving forward and to know that God got you. And if you are in this room, 
that it was destined. It was by God's sovereignty. So it was like, oh, I wish somebody such and so was here to hear it. Or is this really for me? Yes, it is for you. I just wanted to give you that confirmation. Yes, this is for you. If you are here, it was by God's divine providence, his sovereignty and his orchestration that you are here today to hear these words and to hear this message and to receive this confirmation. So yes, it is for you. So you don't have to question it. All right. I yield. Let, so let, let me just tell y'all a secret of how much God wanted this room today. So this room was not scheduled. Brittany, what time did I call you today? 10 o'clock this morning? It yeah, was early. It's the end. <laughs> this room, there was no room scheduled for today. There was not going to be a room today. So, so God wanted us here for this. Trust me on that. There was no room. There was no topic. Nothing until today, until this morning. And so when we say that God, God wanted you here, God wanted you to receive what we're saying, like God meant that God was for real about this. God wanted y'all here for this. And so because God wanted you here, that means that there's something that you're supposed to take away. Yes. <clears throat> that means that there is something in this room specifically for you. To you. And so because God loves us so much that he cre God created this room today for you. For all eight of us. Yes. God created this room for us on today. And so begin to show up as the person that God created you to be. Don't, don't let this be in vain. Don't let this be just another clubhouse room. Don't let this be just another, you know, installment of Dear Christian Black Girl to you. Take what God, whatever God says is for you in this room, take that. Yes. Take it. <clears throat> take it that's it this is take it. it okay so uh, there's uh there's a few of you in the room that are on the edge of i don't i don't want to say <laughs> i don't want to say just breakthrough but um I want to say more so on the lines of generational curses that have been kind of binding and bounding up. Um, I think I mentioned about Lazarus earlier, you know, um, crazy thing about the situation with Lazarus was that, uh, you know, he was all wrapped up, spiced up, you know, they got him dabbed up in cinnamon and all types of spices. And um, when Jesus yelled for Lazarus to get up, uh, he was wrapped up. So can you imagine that um sometimes we get ourselves in situations or we end up dealing with people that wrap us up and tie us up into situations and when it's time to come out it feels like it's a little bit harder than what it was going in um when you have your faith lined up that god can pull you out of a thing god can send deliverance no matter where you are um you don't have to be perfect to receive deliverance you qualify because you are in the situation 
Um, you can't have a message without a mess and you can't have a testimony without a test. So guess what? Sometimes people may have to see you with a little mud on you so they can see you what you look like clean. So with some situations of your identity and with your anointing, what God has called you to are mantles God has placed on your life. You had to go through some mud and had to go through some situations so that way God could show his glory, could show the miracle signs and wonders through you. What? God could have chose anyone to be that example, but God chose you. Amazing enough. A lot of times, and what's crazy is that Jesus even told them, hey, Lazarus is going through this sickness because, uh, you know, my father's the one who's going to get the glory. And it went over everyone's head. It went over everyone's head. They basically blamed him and was like, yo, where you been? Had you been here, he wouldn't have been gone. You know how crazy it is? Sometimes we blame God. God, if you would have showed up, this wouldn't have happened. Sometimes we blame God for certain decisions we've made in our life because we don't want to take accountability. And that's a part of the cleanup process. Healing isn't always easy. Like if you ever seen like a stab wound or a bullet wound, that thing doesn't heal overnight. Sometimes you got to deal with the pus. Things have to cling, cling back together. Skin has to come back together. Sometimes there's stitches involved. It's a process in the journey of healing. But when you come out of that thing, woo, you can go back and help a multitude. There's a lot of you in here that can help a multitude and have already been helping so many. And not everyone's going to come back and tell you. But you did it for God's glory and he's proud of you. He's proud of you. Even, the, even today, some of you have made decisions in your mind like, girl, I'm not going to stay the same anymore. Okay, baby, I was a hot mess. Okay, I'm about to be a bomb messenger. You've made the decision in your mind to say, you know what? God, I'm okay with you changing things. I'm okay with you cleaning me up. So I'm proud of you, sis. If that's you, I'm proud of you. That's good. That's good. Um, Because... A lot of times we feel like we can't do stuff for God or we can't, you know, be who God has called us to be because we got so much quote unquote mess. But the one of the things that I love about God is that he is famous for using people in mess. Like God does that very well. If you think about like the major players in the Bible, all of them have some mess. Yeah, in one way or another <laughs> yes 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 and so <clears throat> there yeah. we go uh, I was waiting on Tashina I felt like she was coming to the Come stage on. I am so happy <laughs> hey my love hey 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 Jerry how is everyone doing on this great Monday night Good. How are you? Man, I am I am amazing. I, I just uh can I be truthful? Can I be transparent? Yes, please. Okay. Please. So when I stepped in the room, I said, hmm, Michelle pinged me in here. Let me go see where I'm going to. Cause I thought the room was on another night. I said, Lord, I, I missed the night. And then I said, Oh, let me go on in here and listen. And so Miss Brittany and, and Angela has been helping me tonight because I'm coming to a place where I am having to detach myself from hmm, 
people. And and what do I mean by that? Not in a bad way, but it's been the, the different times that I've been coming into the room and seeing that sometimes you can attach yourself to people based off your trauma. Mm-hmm. And based on things that you've been through or you, um, as example, me doing a life coach, I love to teach people or teach women about the power of your voice, not going into the room and owning the room with your voice and being loud and obnoxious. No, I'm talking about that. When you open your mouth, you are a solution to a problem that's in the room. Um, or, um, you're coming to assist and to give strength to others that are in the room. You're coming to cover and to help them to be able to heal from things that has happened through adversities in life, okay? And sometimes I think that I become so interpersonal um, that uh, people make me the big sister of the club mm-hmm. <laughs> or the go-to person and they don't understand that there is a business side to this. That makes sense. Right. And so yeah, with yeah. it being the business side, a lot of times people want you to do things for free. Come on. But but my time is something that I can't get. Back. Come on. That exactly. I exactly. want to help you come out. I want to help you be uh be knowledgeable and sustain the things that God has called you to. But this is going to take time. And my time is something that I can't get back. So if I begin to pour into you, the responsibility is a thing that you signed up for, not the excuses. Not the shoulda, coulda, woulda, my mama and them, my aunts and them, my family, my friends and them, or people looked at me this way. No, baby, we coming to step over that. We coming to deal with that. We coming to bury it, and we coming coming forth. And what God has called you to to do in life. So what I'm learning tonight is I gotta learn how to detach. Because sometimes when you're thinking you're here to help and assist to some people, they're not using it in that way and you're being manipulated. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I just realized it. So when I was sitting in the room, I said, God, did you have me come in here for a reason? And then lo and behold, uh Angela said, uh, I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, you supposed to be here. You were supposed <laughs> to hear this tonight. I said, Okay, Father. You know what I'm saying? So um, everything that Miss Brittany just said, like you got to understand that when God, when, when Christ called Lazarus out, he came out. But were there other Lazarus that were dead? He was talking to the particular Lazarus that that for him to come forth. But were there other Lazarus that tried to come forth? Has that happened when when God is calling you forth and 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 other people begin to to to, to try to come out? forward and 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 before you and i'm starting to understand that everybody's not called to me but i try to i try to assist everybody in the room that makes sense Mm -hmm. and so those people that you're calling to come out from that dead situation everybody start to come and then you having to sift through come on the ones that you're actually sent to help that makes sense. And yeah. so now I'm having to understand the frequency of the voice because I got to understand the difference between pain mm-hmm. and triumph. 
I'm on to understand the, the, the problem with victim and victor. I'm having to understand there's a different frequency that people carry whenever you're coming to help them because they start to operate in what God has called them to do because you're giving them the tools and assist them to move forward. But what I'm starting to understand is, is people like Jerry, Takesha, come on, Angela, when I step into the room with these ladies, I'm starting to see what God is saying. And then I'm also starting to understand that those that are coming to the frequency of my voice are sometimes coming to me because they hear the anointing, but they don't want to do the work. Did you hear what Kevin Hart Come said on. The last time? He said, every, he said I'm, I'm going to give it to you the way the Holy Spirit said to me. He said, everybody want to be a leader to Sheena, but nobody want to put the work in. That part. So everybody's coming to me and they're saying, I want to know my gift. I want to know what's on the inside of me. I want to know what God has called me to do. And I said, baby, I, I can't help you get to that right now. And they look at me and they say, what do you mean? I said, because you don't even know that you're a citizen of the kingdom. Ooh. So your gift can operate because it operates without repentance. But do you know that when you open your mouth and what you speak, you speak power and the king. Whenever you speak his word, manifestation is going to come. So yeah, as a citizen, the, the king comes and he protects his people and he brings them to a place and he's always with them and he knows what's going on and he knows to send this angel out on your behalf and he knows to send this angel out to walk with you through the valley. Right? But my most important thing that I'm trying to learn, y'all, is that sometimes I get caught up with my interpersonal and I make things so personal that I'm not keeping it business. I go into the fact of where I came from and I didn't know and I was hurt. And I remember that girl. I remember her. I understood the power of becoming that she became she, right? But I get stuck in the hurt state when I start meeting other people and coaching them and trying to take them to the next level. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And now when I'm sitting here and I'm coming into the room tonight and I'm like, God, I don't even want to come up here. But why do I feel that I need to come up here? Because sometimes truth will help you to operate in freedom, even if it hurts. I'm done speaking. Ooh, ooh, you just go leave us on that. But that's good, though. Uh, yeah that that's good um because sometimes you know one of the one of the things about you being the brand is that sometimes you're gonna have to be honest with yourself sometimes you're gonna have to look in the mirror and say okay i need to deal with this this and this and this and this and that's okay i think we have to understand that it's okay if we got to take a look in the mirror it's perfectly okay. We all going to have to do it at some time or another. There is no way that you can show up as your authentic self without taking a look in the mirror. It has to happen. Because when, when we look into the proverbial mirror, God is going to show us us. Because we can make the excuses all day long. We can we can talk about other people all day long. But at the end of the day, sis, what are you doing? That's the real question. And so showing up as your authentic self, uh, branding yourself, being, being your own brand ambassador takes self-reflection. 
And so, Tishina, thank you so much for pointing um, those things yes. out and just being vulnerable and honest. Uh, because because it not everybody wants to be vulnerable and honest. Let's just be real. Like vulnerability and honesty is not always hard, not always easy to do. Let's just be honest. You had something to say, Brittany? No, girl, I am agreeing, baby. A lot of people don't want to be honest, and it has to come with the assignment. <clears throat> that part. Set free tonight. That part. Come on. Jerry, I just wanted to add in Brittany Tashina, thank you so much for that share. You came up here for me today, like I got free today. Yeah. Um, and I just I just got so much confirmation. Like the Lord is really telling me to not to allow myself to be manipulated and to not be overworked because of the anointing on my life, because people do not want to do the work. And I found myself getting burnt out a couple of weeks ago. And I see that God is saying like, nope, we are not, you're not going to get burnt out again. Like this is not going to happen to you because God knows I love people. I love God's people being set free. But it's like, and they know the call and the anointing on my life and they pull on my mantle, but it's like, I'm a human being. I'm not a super, I'm not a superhuman. I'm not a superhero. I'm a regular person that also has needs that also needs prayer. That is also, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I understand people will constantly take from you as long as it doesn't cost them anything. And so now with the full awareness of who I am and my value, it's like, what's that saying that Fat Joe says? Um, yesterday's price isn't today's price. Like access to me has gone up. Yes. I will not be worn out even spiritually because people will pull on me, will take me, want me to preach and want me to prophesy, even though I'll be like sad, depressed and blue in the face and not even asking what's going on in my life. But it's like, no, I want you to speak blessings and stuff over my life, over their lives. It's like, nope. No, I, I have to start to create some boundaries. So thank you guys for this room because I needed that empowerment today. Y'all blessed me so much today. All right, I yield, I yield. It was so good. And that's the thing. Boundaries are so important. M more than I think that we realize. Um, because when we set the right boundaries then people can't take advantage of us. They can't say that, oh, you switched up. No, I didn't. I said these boundaries. I told you what it was. So if you don't like my no, then that's on you. And that's okay. You can you cannot like it over there. But this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And then that's just what it is. So boundaries are definitely important, especially when you're figuring out who you are in Christ. Because can we just can we just be honest on tonight, y'all? Um, some of the people in your life are not gonna like when you figure out who you are. Oh my god. Preach. Oh <laughs> my god. Yes. Some yes. some of the some of the closest people to you are going to be jealous of you when God reveals who you are in him. But can I tell you a secret? It's okay. It doesn't matter what other people like or don't like. Like other people's opinions don't really matter. Let's just be honest. What does matter is that don't get so caught up in, oh my God, my family didn't support my business. Oh my God, my family didn't come to my speaking engagement. Oh my God, my family didn't buy my book. 
sis, it's okay. Because guess what? For every person that every person that's close to you that doesn't support you in the way that you think they should, somebody else will. And that's the way God has it set up. Does it suck? Absolutely, it sucks because we feel like our fam- our family, our friends, you know, the people closest to us should be the ones that support us like the most, right? That just, that it seems like common sense to us. Right. But we have to remember that some people are only close to us because of who we are today, not, not who we're going to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Some people love us for who we are today but when we become who we're supposed to be tomorrow and next week and next month they're gonna find a problem with that but that's their problem not yours come on now that's it so with 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 god revealing who you are you have to understand that when people switch up on you, that's not a reflection on you. Because a lot of times we take that stuff and internalize it. That part, like, yeah. We're not doing that tonight. We're we not. We can't. Because if you if you continue to internalize everything, every action or reaction or thought that other people have, you will never grow. And that's the plan of the enemy. Just in case you didn't know, how you gonna burden yourself? Like there's some that unnecessary burdens that <clears throat> take times, and God is like, give me that. God is like, give me that. Here you are holding on to it, and God is like, give me that, and you keep holding it. Imagine God is trying to take something heavy off of your back, but you won't let it go. You didn't tie it in a knot and everything in front of your chest. God is like, give, give me that. And you're adding burdens in your life that are unnecessary. But yes, um, there are some people that have to be disconnected because they're not going in the direction of God's will. They're going in the direction of flesh will. And so when it comes to people that are attracted to your anointing life, okay, like I'll speak about myself, for instance. I never asked God to be prophetic. I knew I probably say around the age of four or five is when my mom told me that I would have dreams and come tell her. And these dreams started happening. So she would come back and be like, Britt, Britt. Um, she was like, you remember the dream you had? And I'm like, yes, mommy. And she was like, okay. She's like, let me tell you something. No matter what, don't let anyone tell you that your dreams don't matter. As a little girl, don't let anyone tell you your dreams don't matter. And so growing up, I tried to run. I tried to run from it. Because there's so many people that treat the prophetic for fame. They abuse it for fame. They abuse it to give themselves a title. They want to be on a platform. They want to be, oh, now featuring. They even got, listen, I done ran into somebody with business cards. Girl. Wait, what? about it. <laughs> Just Wait a minute. And so um, I tried to run from this gifting, but I couldn't control it. I couldn't control it. And. You know, I had friends that weren't in God. They were like, oh, girl, you have psychic powers. I'm like, rebuke? Girl, what? Get that out of here. I had family members who would say, don't sleep in the room with her. She she has dreams. She was born with a veil over her eyes. Don't You can't sleep in the room with her. 
there was there were certain comments that were made in my family that made me say, God, they're afraid of me. I don't want to speak. I don't want to say anything that you have to say. They're afraid of me. And so I tried to avoid it by, you know, saying, you know what? I'll do spoken word. And then God said, no, you can do spoken word of what I tell you. And so God started using me with my poetry. And then God began to show me, okay, I'm going to use you now to take the creative arts and to bring it to people just like the way it was in the Bible. But for today's time, because baby, ain't nothing about me traditional church at all. But I'm going to tell you, um, when it came to the fire of God hitting my life in a way where I had no choice but to say yes to where God was calling me to, one thing I made sure of more than anything is I stayed humble. There's so many cocky false prophets out here. There's so many people calling themselves names that God didn't even call them. You didn't even ask God what you're supposed to be. You Come didn't on. even ask. No permission slip, nothing. God, here I am, lady apostle. God like, just showed up. God is like, sit down, sit down. Everybody's so quick to show up to the spiritual gift conference, but won't show up to the camera. Girl, don't get me started. Okay, I'm going to mute. Everybody's so ready to go run and stand in line to get a title. But when someone's teaching about character, when you have to sit in a bit of a seminary, when you have to learn how to cultivate the atmosphere, you don't even know how to shift the atmosphere, but ready to get a title. You don't know how to shut down demons when they come stand toe to toe with Ooh, you. Girl. Mm. Baby, I'm an assassin. I'm a knuck if you buck when it comes to the spirit. I don't, and when I fight for my friends, baby, I fight dirty. So, baby, I'm not. So when I tell you I'm cheering for you, that means I'm fighting for you, too. So guess what, sis? When God has a calling over your life and someone comes to tell you, hey, ma'am, um, you have you have an anointing like an evangelist and God confirms that thing. Don't you get up and run. This ain't the time for you to go put your, your best J's on and take off. Like, no. If you ain't you, talking. Let me tell you something. Girl. Like, Baby, you don't go put your heels on, get your J's on. He's like, well, huh, thank God, peace, uh, peace sign, Jesus. This is where you sit down and say, all right, God, I don't know much about this. I know you put this in me, but what you want me to do with it? How do, how do you want to cultivate that in me? Where do you want me positioned at this time? Do you want me in the forefront? You want me to sit and observe? Do you want me to watch what's around me, who's around me? And if you see something and you search my heart and if you find anything in me that displeases you, purge it. Because I never want to pimp my gift over your will. Amen. You know, and so amazing enough, got to do that thing within you. So when it came to myself, I never asked for it. I ran from it. But when I accepted it, I sat down first to glean. I sat down first to learn, to gain an understanding. And sometimes God will take you through these tests. Okay, my battle with breast cancer, I didn't want to battle that. But I had to speak to the women that battle with illness. I didn't ask for sickle cell. I was born with it, never asked for it. But I had to go back and talk to others that think there's no cure and they're stuck like this to teach them how to break generational curses. Battle with infertility. Had to come back and say, guess what, Hannah? Guess what? Penina got to sit down now. And just in case someone's like, what the heck is a Penina? Penina teased Hannah like crazy. She tortured her. So I'm talking about God on her last nerve. And sometimes you got to shut down the Paninas and the Goliaths in your life so you can know who you are. My God, that part. You know, um, for some of you, there's generational curses that's been holding on like an anklet on you. And you're like, God, what is this? 
Why won't it go away? It, it keeps coming back. Why won't it go away? Ask which one of your gates are open. Ooh. The gates is open and the enemy can slide through that crack real quick. Social media? What is it, God? Is it my music? Do I got to... Maybe I got to separate my trap, my R&B. Maybe, maybe for a season I need to clean up. I'm still holding on to a shirt from a soul tie years ago. And I just think it's just an object, but it's sending a GPS signal to the enemy of where I'm at. Sometimes God got to come in and clean up shop. And then sometimes you got to go through a test. And it's not only for the testimony, but it's to show you. It's a progress report in your salvation. And it's so amazing that when it comes to our identity and our calling, who God called us to be, how people focus on the titles. And the issue is that sometimes people think they're called to like one title or one mantle. And sometimes God makes us multifaceted like a diamond. We think we're under one, one thing, one area. And don't know that a couple more years down the line, God's going to add another and another and another. It's called a fivefold gifting for a reason. And the first thing we do is disqualify ourselves. God, I'm not worthy. I still struggle with this one thing. God, I'm, I, I, not me. No, I'm just meant to just, just go to church and sit down in the pew and just, you know, get on out, get in my car and go on back. Where are you changing lives? Just going? After a while, just going isn't enough anymore. To whom much is given, much is required. And when you level up, the requirements change. You know that when it comes to our phones, when it upgrades, Apple does this thing, right? If you have an old Apple phone, after a while, it slows the software down to where you have no choice but to have to get a new one. But when you get a new one, you have to learn a new system. God's the same way. When he upgrades you, you got to learn a new system in the spirit. You got to learn some new things. You got to learn how to command angels on assignment. You got to be able to know how to rebuke. And I'm not just saying, you know, that... My thing is, is we, we're loud in the world and they want to be soft with God. Your demons ain't, ain't passive with you. They have a field day recess messing with you. And you're going to keep getting bullied? You got to stand up. That armor of God is real. Some of us put on uniforms to have to go into a job, but don't want to put on the armor of God because we think it's, oh, it's just something you say. Mm -mm. Sometimes God is calling you to a higher place. And I know people hear that all the time. They're like, oh. God is taking me higher. Hello. Okay. It's like I'm going up one floor in the elevator. And God is like, no. Exceedingly and abundantly. Above all, you could think, woo, that mind. Because guess what? When you doubt yourself, you're also conforming to the things of this world too. Because the world doubts a lot. You're not worldly. But my bad. I'm about to go in. I was like, ooh, God, don't take me there. I'm trying to be quiet. But yeah. What you mean about to? You did. <laughs> oh, Lord, don't be showing stuff. Uh -uh, don't be snitched on people. I tell I tell Jesus all the time, Holy Spirit, please don't snitch on nobody. Holy Spirit is always snitching on us. That's the good uh, thing about always. him. That's the uh, good thing about him. But seriously, though, y'all, uh, what Brittany just said, because she just said a lot, but all of that. <laughs> all of that. Like, like God wants us to to show up as everything he created us to be that's it he wants us to be everything 
And so we got to start seeking him to, to figure out what the everything is. Cause, cause if you don't seek him, you're not going to know what your everything is. Cause your everything is not my everything. And my everything show ain't Brittany's everything. Cause Brittany, everything is the whole rainbow circle. Hey now. Oh, it's a little crayola. It's all good. And so you have to know for yourself what God created you to do, who he created you to be. And so, and that comes from seeking him. That comes from spending time with him. That comes from intimacy with him, from relationship with him. Like when you got real relationship with God, he'll tell you some stuff and you just be like, God, what? Like when you have that real relationship with him, that's when he'll that's that's where the miracle signs and wonders come from. That comes from relationship. And so yeah, you are the brand. So show up as the brand. Show up as your authentic self. Show up as everything God created you to be. And showing up as that that may mean you you have to set some boundaries with some people it may mean some people may um exit out of your life voluntarily or involuntarily depending on what your life looks like that's up that's up between you and jesus sometimes that looks like you know consecrating for a season like our sister takisha is doing so you can hear whatever you gotta do do that do that um if anybody else wants to come up we got a few more minutes um if you wanted to come to the stage if you had uh if you wanted to comment on something um just let us know raise your hand and we will bring you up to the stage <clears throat> definitely angelica you gotta seek god for yourself uh, because doing this because other people said it says you will be your identity will be all screwed up take it from somebody that did it your identity will be all screwed up if you just go by the words of other people or you can die That's, that that part read first kings 13 and look what happened to the disobedient prophet listening to that false lion prophet of course that part that part like your life literally depends on it like for real for real your life depends on it all right y'all if nobody else wants to come up to the stage thank you to sheena thank you angelica for coming to the stage and giving us your <laughs> input we enjoyed it on tonight um Thank y'all so much. So, uh, Brittany, can you pray us out? Oh, sure can. Okay. Most gracious and heavenly Father, God, we honor you on tonight for stepping in the room and doing exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask, oh God. God, you are so matchless and wonderful, Father God, in the power of your name, God. I ask that you do a work in each and every listener, Father God, that you go in and do a heart surgery, God, that when we stand in the mirror, we see exactly everything that you designed us to be, God. God, that not only you show us purpose, but Father, you go in and you show us exactly where you want us positioned in this season. So, Father, I speak to 
to the identity of everyone on this line, Father God, and I speak to the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, God, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, O oh God, the sword of the spirit and Holy Spirit, you go in and you have control over every ounce of the body, oh God. Father, I speak to the 11 systems of the body in the name of Jesus to align, like the way Ezekiel spoke over the bones, God. I speak to the vision, the creativity. Father God, I speak to the metron of each and every listener, oh God, that it'll rise, Father, with a power and demonstration that they've never seen before. Holy Spirit, that you send a wildfire into their life and do a transformation that they could have never even imagined, oh God. So God, I thank you, God, that they shall prosper in every area of their life, God, that you allow them to be adequate, Father God. You allow them to be exceedingly beyond what they could imagine, oh God. God, so I thank you that nothing can stand in the way. Father, I bind up every backlash, every demonic spirit. I shut down the mouth of the Assyrian demon in the name of Jesus yes, that comes to fight in the name of Jesus, oh God. God, I bind up every marine spirit, every incubus and succubus that comes after your listeners, oh God. Father, I cancel every mouth that's in their ear trying to block father god the frequency of heaven to be able to reach them and god i ask that you download father god things that have never been seen in this earth that are assigned to their name god god i ask that you go in father god for those that are business owners and god that you do a wonder working power in the business and allow their light to shine before men god yes, god so i bind up father god every work every satanic plot against their life in the name of jesus god, yes, god that even when they go to sleep there's a peace that surpasses all understanding when they wake up and arise, God, that they can feel the objective in you, oh God. God, so I thank you, Father God, for this room. Father, I speak over dear Christian black girl. I speak that it shall reach the masses and shut thank down you, the house of Jezebel. God, I cancel every night owl and lion in the name of Jesus. Every witch and warlock that looks to speak against your listeners, oh God. God, that I send and I command on assignment, Father God. Angels of many hierarchy, oh God. In every corner of their home, Father God, wherever they may be. God, that they know that they are truly restored. Their identity is restored in ways they couldn't even imagine. Father, I cancel yes, the Lord. words that were labeled on them as children. God, words that were placed on them as children. Father, even perverted things that have been put into the atmosphere towards your listeners, oh God, that you go in and Father, you do a restoration power, God. God, I thank you that Father, with godliness, there's contentment, Father God, and it's not just for great gain, Father God, but they'll no longer look like the things they used to be, God. When they walk, there's a new guarding of the tongue. That Father, when they move, their eyes are opened, Father God, to a purification within them that doesn't look like anything on an ID card. So God, I thank you for thank everything you, that you are. I thank you for the victory of each one of your listeners, Father God, that they'll never feel alone, Father God, that there's someone always behind them, cheering them on, fighting for them in the spirit, God. So I thank you that the cords of death are removed. The death assignment is canceled, oh God. The yes, distress Lord. and thank sorrow you, is over and joy is now in their life, oh God. God, I thank you, Father God, that they'll meditate on your statues, God. God, I thank you when I lift my hands up on behalf of your listeners, God, that your commandments shall be living in their hearts forever, oh God. That yes, they can Lord. continue to feel your healing, your miracle signs and wonders. God, I thank you for being all in all, Alpha and Omega. I am that I am. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Britt, for co-hosting with me tonight. <laughs> I appreciate you, sis. <laughs> of course. Thank you, Big C. 
Yes. All right, ladies. That is a wrap for Dear Christian Black Girl on tonight. Um, Y'all just keep uh, Takesha in prayer. She is on a sabbatical for the month of August. Uh, So just keep her in your prayers. And we will be back next week. All right, ladies. I love y'all so, so much. I am praying for y'all. Have a good night.